Hi, this is the Move Podcast. My name is Levon, and uh, welcome our, my co-hosts, Misha and Vlad. How are you guys? Hi, Levon. Hi, Levon. I'm fine, thank you. Very happy to be here. As you can see, I'm also doing good, <laughs> living my best life in uh, Thailand. Super nice, Misha. <laughs> Wish you all be here so we can uh, record this podcast in, like, in life. Such an amazing pool. setting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe soon. Yeah. Maybe soon, yes. All three of us are crypto and move to earn enthusiasts. Together, we open our uh, move to earn company called Move M O O W. And in this podcast, we discuss uh, various uh, crypto trends. Uh, NFT markets, metaverse, and other topics that make us uh, stay up all night long. Today's topic is where the market is headed after this news is about FTX. Uh, some information about Elon voting Twitter and uh, various, various interesting trends like CZ creating his own fund to save crypto market and etc. So let's move on. It's passed really a lot of time since our last podcast. It's about two months and so many strange and uh, uh, huge stories uh, have happened. And uh, we want to discuss some of them. And very first, of course, is Alameda. It's passed a lot of time from their crash, but they affect the market uh, for now and uh, they will affect for the future. Then we want to discuss a bit the companies that were bankrupted after the FTX. Uh, of course, it's very important to speak about Solana and uh, this uh, huge price drop. Uh, of course, thank you, Alameda again. And uh, CZ, what's his role in this story with FTX and all these crashes? And maybe about some good news. Of course, there was good news uh, and uh, the first Musk bought Twitter. We like this news. Uh, Telegram focuses on crypto more and more. Also very great and nice story. And uh, yes, what I like the most is Nike launching its own move turn app. So uh, once again, guys, let's remember that guy who crushed crypto markets this year, Mr. Sam. And let's discuss your opinions about FTX, Alameda, and uh, wall stuff about Sam. Because uh, after such kind of uh, awful things, that guy is enjoying his life in penthouse in Bahamas. But uh, in my opinion, he should be in jail. So what do you think about this situation, Vlad? I was super surprised when I heard uh, this news for the first time. Of course, uh, I met uh, some strange things before the crash. For example, a lot of us uh, saw the video with uh, Alameda CEO uh, when she told that they do not use any stop loss mechanics. They their risk management uh, department isn't working, just isn't working, and it's for maybe some kind of fun uh, and uh, not the real risk department. And nobody took care about these words. Uh, all people continued to investing uh, all the Alameda products, all the Alameda stories and uh, bullshit. But uh, yes, we are here now. We know the truth. Um, this team spent their money to super risky moves. And these moves led 
to bankruptcy. I'm absolutely sure, Leo, that such uh, approach, such uh, uh, actions must be punished and uh, Sam uh, must go to prison after this stuff. You know, the funny stuff that uh, starting from Crush of Luna this, this year, from the second part of this year, was really awful for crypto. And all of us was struggling and uh, waiting when the winter will end it. And after that, just before starting of real winter in our real lives, Mr. Sam fucked up. Have you ever seen any interviews with that guy? He, in my opinion, he's, he was always very worried. Uh, he was just uh, speaking about crazy things on you know, crypto market, about uh, Solana, Web3, future concepts, about Alameda Research. He launched his uh, exchange, FTX. But let's speak about his background. That was a guy from MIT, and for sure he successfully passed and graduated. And after that, he started his uh, strange scams to how to raise uh, money on the crypto market. He was buying some Bitcoins in the USA for something around 10,000 for one week Bitcoin. That uh, funny times. And selling it in Japan for 11,000 for one Bitcoin. And that was the start of uh, his uh, crypto career. And after that, this guy started a very, in my opinion, very cool media campaign. He was really speaking about uh, very engaging, engaging, interesting things like he is doing this uh, not to only to earn money. He was oriented to spend this money for charity and etc. He was not living his luxury life. He was driving like Toyota Prius and etc. But uh, in my opinion, it was very, very guy and uh, it's unbelievable how people was so scammed by these FTX. Because uh, if we go to background of his technical technical mechanisms, uh, his promoting of Solana and Solana technical background uh, and etc., that was fucked up just from the start. And you can say that uh, it's easy to speak about this stuff after crushing of the FTX. But in any case, anybody have to do their own research not only about how the company works, but also background of people who stand before that companies. Yes, and uh, you took and uh, told about Solana, uh, super huge topic at this moment, I think. Uh, but uh, Leo, you remember that we were always uh, talking that Solana is a scam because of its technical and uh, financial part. Uh, we understood why so Solana is so popular, because Sam and uh, he, their marketing team is really masters. They made so huge hype. They made uh, all the people believe them. But if uh, people look at uh, Solana's uh, backend, if they look at how it works, all the people understand, all the people who just can, who can fact check, who can a bit uh, deep dive in the technical aspects, understand that Solana isn't blockchain, it's uh, just a centralized bullshit scheme. Uh, for money for money grab i would say yes it's some kind of that and uh, uh, i'm not surprised i'm really not surprised uh, with that huge solana price drop uh, after ftx is dropped 400 times and before that it dropped from 250 or 60 to 40 dollars per per one token and uh, that's all that was expect expectable 
because of all this stuff. Uh, so no technical background, no real technical uh, similarity with the uh, real blockchains. And of course, uh, financial background uh, where all the investors holds, hold about 61% of all tokens. That's huge amount for blockchain. Vlad, thank you. You touched, in my opinion, a very interesting topic. And uh, in any case, we have to discuss what is the main idea of crypto, of blockchain, and etc. In any case, the main power uh, in front of uh, our fiat money in crypto is their decentralized structure. And in any case, if we are speaking about crypto, the main idea should be operations on-chain and the fully dense decentralized network. And unfortunately, nobody tried to research this stuff about Solana. In any case, uh, in public, there is only one document about technical background of Solana. And uh, to be honest, I didn't understand anything about on-chain mechanics, risks, about uh, any other stuff, uh, how Solana works. Everything is cl closing. There is zero transparency on this blockchain on the one hand. And on, a, on, a, on a, another hand, Sam had a really good team of marketing, which provide him possibility to promote this currency worldwide. And uh, for sure, one of the biggest uh, part of these promotions was uh, Solana Labs find out interesting crypto projects and uh, help them with funds and investments to launch their projects on Solana. But in any case, just try to Google it, what the real experts thinking about Solana, what their uh, guys who are uh, very good in audit, in technical aspects and etc. Uh, research and find out. In any case, it looks like that the guy who was creating Solana was a really not so bad IT specialist in Web2. But that guy, uh, in my opinion, didn't understand anything about Web3. And he started creating his own blockchain and cryptocurrency. And we can see that at the background of Solana, there are minimum operations on chain. And only this why Sam could provide in the past information that uh, the main uh, key uh, killer features of Solana is very fast transactions and very low uh, gas fees, like uh, half of the cent and etc. But the main idea is that uh, they are not on chain. They are using uh, centralized uh, web through architectures and uh, they uh, build their blockchain on top of Amazon Web Services. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, so, some kind of web services. Leo, I can't agree with you uh, that these guys uh, don't understand what's blockchain and uh, I think they understood everything and they know a lot of about blockchain but they've created not real canonical blockchain with the decentralization feature they created fast blockchain scalable blockchain but centralized it's but maybe maybe they had good ideas maybe they wanted to create something great for the world if you remember we have always three parameters in blockchain and we must choose two just to security um, scalability and um, speed the how the blockchain is fast or not 
and we must choose so this is a really scalable and uh, fast blockchain but it's not centralized and also we... very cheap decentralized and also very cheap yes decentralized correct i think correct. Uh, this can be a bearing point of our discussion but in any case uh misha have you any savings in solana yet <laughs> yeah i do have some uh i left it from uh uh, Stepend. <laughs> I'm still uh, keeping my uh, Stepend savings. Do you still believe in Solana? What do you think? Actually, I don't believe in nothing because, uh, as as we can see for for the last year, uh, there is nothing to believe in 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 crypto and in the world it, itself, except God. Uh, so, no, I, I, I can't say. I believe in Solana and I can and I can't say that I don't believe in it because um, I'm still keeping it and I'm hoping that uh, one day uh, it will resurrect let's say uh, but it's just a hope it's not uh, so I can't say that this is believing it's just a hope and never give up okay. I'm still hope I'm I'm still hoping in, in Solana and hoping in everything but who knows what but do you do you believe in move? <laughs> in move? Of course I do. Of course I do. In God and move. There is only two yeah, things correct. in the world that I believe. <laughs> uh, as you remember, we start our Solana journey uh, right from the jumping in Stepan, and uh, that time mm -hmm. in March uh, we have bought our first Solanas, maybe around something like one hundred fourteen dollars uh, for one Solana. And for yeah, now, but for uh, 1.4, 1.35 or something. And for now, the <laughs> for, for, for now, cost is something around uh, 30 and a half uh, dollar for one Solana. 13, and it's, yes, 13. Thir thir 13 and a half Solana, and it's really crazy. But uh, can you even believe that at the start of their market journey, they uh, sell their one Solana for 260 dollars? for uh, private investors. And uh, in any case, uh, we know that 61, approximately 61% of Solana is hand, in hands of founders, private investors and influencers. And uh, to be honest, it looks like totally scam. And unfortunately, I can say for myself, I was also scammed <laughs> by, by Mr. Sam and his Solana and FTX infrastructure. In any case, we spent money for our experience. Yeah. And uh, for now, we can uh, retrospectively speak about our experience and gain uh, some insight for our future. And uh, That was kind of expensive experience, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> fucking really <Absolutely>. expensive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, just imagine uh, experience for BlockFi. Uh, one of the largest uh, crypto companies who uh, goes bankrupt now uh, because of FTX. So experience for them is much more expensive than for us. <laughs> yeah, in any case, uh, this experience... This uh, fact doesn't make me any happy <laughs> about my of course, loss. <laughs> of, course. Yes, of course. Yeah, really. It is not so uh, satisfying that somebody lost more than you. In any case, yeah. we lost our own money, our investments from our yeah, It's good to good good to know, but the, it's good to know, but doesn't make you happy. <laughs> yeah, the also the only thing that uh, hey guys, you are not alone. <laughs> yeah, this Salon experience helped us to understand uh, 
that uh, for our end users in our application move, we are responsible and we are responsible cho choosing blockchain on which we will work in future. That's why we uh, choose for our project BNB chain. And in any case, yeah, you can say that uh, Binance is very centralized. But uh, on the other hand, it's a safety. Safety for our end users, safety for our investments and safety for our product. And if we want to create a stable economy of our project, first of all, the basis of this economy should be safety and transparency. And uh, our community and uh, our listeners and anybody who are our, our partners understand this. That's why, uh, in my opinion, for the end of 2022, uh, BNB uh, chain is maybe the best choice for now. I want to tell to all. I want to tell to all our listeners that all these scams, such as uh, Terra Luna, such as uh, FTX Alameda, was uh, were really predictable. Uh, if uh, we look at Terra Luna. Uh, and uh, read articles from the really clever people. Uh, they were predicting a very uh, fast crash of Terra Luna because of their staking system. They were printing money from the air. It's was, it was impossible. So, guys, the idea is that everything is predictable in our world. And the uh, idea is that do your own research always uh, and you will be happy. Uh, the same we, we've done with, with Solana. Same thing. Uh, some of us uh, understood that uh, Solana isn't a good instrument to hold money. Yes, we lost some money with Stepan. That's uh, the idea. Uh, but that's another story, I would say. But uh, we all understood that we shouldn't keep any more money with Solana because it's dangerous. It's super centralized. It's under control of small group of people with the leadership of Alameda. So, yes, and we are here. Uh, again, guys, do your own research always. All the facts are always on the air. Just you need to find it. You know uh, that uh, 2022 for crypto starts like in an in amazing way. There was a lot of investments in GameFi, Move to Earn, DeFi projects, and etc. There was a such kind of amazing projects launching, like uh, Stepan uh, and others. And the second half of the year was must very much more worst because uh, these guys from Luna and uh, Mr. Sam from FTX just fucked up all the market. In my opinion, anybody who, are, who is investing in crypto should remember that here in crypto market, working wall mechanisms from classical stock markets. And uh, there are a hundred and more years of experience how to trade on classic markets, how the assets work there, and how the company is uh, going uh, to scam you and etc. Because there, there was a lot of examples from classical stock market. The only difference is that the cryptocurrency market is uh, much more informational efficient than classical stock market. And in my opinion, information in crypto market is affecting real assets much more faster than a classical stock market. And this is the only difference uh, about mechanisms, how it works.
Okay, okay, so what the, in this part I totally disagree with you uh, because information uh, is going efficiently to the crypto market to the uh, usual fund uh, fund market and uh, Uh, the difference is not the speed of information spread, the difference in the money that are in the market. So to move a crypto market, you need really small amount of money to make huge price drop or price growth. And if we talk about usual fund market, uh, it's super huge. It's uh, incredibly huge. And uh, if you want to move uh, your stock by 1%, you need to invest huge money in this uh, stock. So that's all the difference. That's why crypto is growing fast and that's why crypto is moving um, down fast also. I have one good argument on this topic and I think after that you will agree with me. Uh, just remember that on the classical stock market, you have very limited times when you can uh, try to buy something and sell. And on the other hand, crypto market is live 24 hours seven days weekly and in any case eight working hours for stock market and 24 hours for crypto market that's why i believe that information on crypto market is affecting uh, the market and assets on that market much more faster okay uh, really super nice argument i like it uh, and uh, i agree with you but anyways uh, in uh, maybe in 24 hours maybe in 80 uh, and maybe in 48 hours anyways information affects the market yes a bit lag we meet a bit lag but um, anyways uh, information affects this market and if we are in the trading day and the information is received they affects uh, with the same speed okay i think we found balance in this uh, position <laughs> some compromises yeah. in any case the If we are speaking also about classical markets, for sure, we have to speak about regulations. So, uh, Misha, like a common user of uh, crypto market, of real mark, real life markets and maybe stock markets, mm -hmm. what, what do you think about uh, centralized regulation of, the, uh, of these markets? I'm not a big expert in, in that, so I, I don't have any opinion about, about this. I just enjoying uh, of its working and, and I'm enjoying the services that it's provided. I don't really care about centralizing or de decentralizing. So it may, may sound uh, kind of noobish, but anyways, I'm not a financial expert. I'm just an artist who using the, uh, I don't know, for example, I'm using Binance to uh, convert my money from one bank to another and get uh, different Uh, different uh, currency in a different countries. This is I, the thing that makes my life easier and better and helping me to uh, lose less money uh, than I would if I just grab my cash or just bank cards all over the world. This is the level of my expertise in, the, in this question. <laughs> yeah, and especially I ask you this question because I know <laughs> your, your knowledge in this topic and uh, It's very useful for us uh, to speak mm. about uh, some maybe nerd <laughs> things in crypto mm -hmm. with a guy who just enjoying this crypto life. So this help us uh, to understand uh, our community and help them uh, to ad to adopt them to crypto. So let's try to speak about this in uh, very simple words. On the one hand, uh, you can have uh, no regulation on this market. 
and uh, mm-hmm. er- earn a, lit- a big amount of money. But on mm-hmm. the other hand, if there is no regulation, guys like Sam uh, can scam you and uh, you can lose anything. On the other hand, we can speak about uh, Binance, centralized exchange, and uh, some uh, regulation mm-hmm. laws which not allow them uh, to scam you. So uh, mm-hmm. this is a world of balances. This is a world of uh, compromises. And, the imp- and what do you think? Uh, you? I'll add a bit uh, very important argument. Also in this uh, equal, uh, there, there is uh, speed of progress. If we make, if we try and to regulate more and more this market, uh, the speed of the progress is slowing down. So very important part of the equal. That's why I'm asking you, Bisha, what do you think like mm-hmm. a common user of crypto about this situation of scamming Solana, crushing uh, the third world uh, exchange and etc. You're asking me what would I choose to lose a lot of money believing in uh, FTX or uh, not losing believing in uh, Binance or <laughs> what? I'm not, I'm not really, uh, I didn't hey, really understand uh, your question. Hey, hey, hey Neo, <laughs> I have a two yeah. pills, the red one and the blue one. Which one are you going to choose? I'm going to choose the, the way where, where I won't lose my money and I get to as much as more as i can but misha is going to choose regulation the- <laughs> way please regulate yeah, I everything even, i didn't i actually never used the ftx and didn't even hear about the sam or whatever his name before all that happens so didn't this i think this is the my answer i use binance for like several years and i never used the ftx in the beginning i did some like uh, simple research um, and found found the uh, I found the platform that closes all my requests that uh, fulfill all my needs, and I just use it. It seems like Misha not only a lucky guy, but also very smart. And uh, in a synergy of luck and uh, smart, uh, Misha is uh, moving <laughs> like a move founder. <laughs> Ignorance is is a power. So I didn't know about FTX, that's why I didn't believe it and didn't bring my money there and so on. Misha, you spoken, spoke about um, Binance and I'm sure that uh, CZ uh, has made the same story as Alameda is doing, was doing all the time it's wor- working. Because Alameda loved speculations a lot. They made a lot of dirty stories, dirty articles and dirty moves uh, to manipulate price of uh, projects that they want. And they uh, that's how they tried to make money. And John uh, Panjao made the same with Alameda. Uh, he wrote the tweet that uh, Alameda founder and the FTX founder uh, wrote me. And uh, he wrote that, okay, we're going to try to help him. And the next day, uh, CZ ra- wrote that, no, guys, we will not help uh, FTX because they're so bad. And that was real manipulation also. And uh, if uh, CZ uh, maybe not tweeted that, they maybe could have a chance to figure out how to move uh, forward, how to close their um, budget, uh, budget problems. But no, CZ made it fast 
with no chances to fix the uh, situation. Yeah. There was a eight billions financial hole in Alameda and the FTX uh, manipulations. And in, yeah, I agree with you that uh, CZ uh, uh, pushed Alameda much more down that uh, maybe they can leave one month or two months after these newses and uh, CZ uh, faster, uh, make faster these things about bankruptcy and etc. But in any case, that scammer guys have a eight billion holding their financials. And in my opinion, it was terrible. In any case, that guys are not stupid. They understand what they are doing and they are scamming the market, fully understand all things that can start after the crash. Yeah, and, uh, Leo, my idea is that uh, they made absolutely bad things, but as we know, they had uh, tons of uh, illiquid active assets liquid assets they they that they can't sell fast that's why this uh, funding problems uh, appeared but maybe if they could uh, live a bit longer maybe bull run uh, would start it or something else they had a small chance to fight this situation and to win they really had this chance but it happened so fast and uh, they just could done could do nothing you know it's like a deal with devil because cz i think uh, uh, pushed the last bullet in the head of ftx on the one hand and on the other hand he organized the found uh, of huge amount of money which should allow him to help the market uh, and save the crypto uh, in helicopter view so we can discuss that that guy killed uh, Alameda and FTX, but uh, that guys uh, do terrible stuff by themselves. And on the other hand, uh, CZ is trying to save the market. So uh, it seems like a crossroad with the deal uh, with Devil. Yeah, anyways, uh, I think CZ did everything well. In perspective of Binance for sure, this is the first uh, crypto uh, exchange, uh, and, and in any case, uh, Binance is so far from their competitors that it's even unbelievable. If you take uh, Binance on uh, like first one and uh, second, third, and first uh, crypto exchange and summarize uh, their revenue it would not be even the half of Binance revenue. It is impossible not to deal with Binance. Binance is a market maker on crypto market and uh, CZ maybe is a god or devil of this market. Yeah, I can agree with you. But this market is still small. We love the statistics about crypto adoption. So, uh, yes, he is uh, got at this moment, but there will be huge growth of this market and everything will change. That's what I believe. Okay, guys, I think we've spoken a lot about bad news and strange news. Uh, I think we can speak about a bit more good news. Next stuff that I offer you to discuss is that Telegram uh, pushes uh, Ton blockchain and uh, trying to use it more and more. Uh, so they partnered with the Fragment platform 
And here the uh, users can buy nicknames as NFTs, usernames. And uh, two days ago, they launched number, real phone numbers as NFTs that can be used to log in into Telegram. So providing the full privacy and full decentralization of uh, Telegram usage, some kind of that. Uh, so, Leo, do you have opinions on these uh, movements? You know, um, it's a very interesting question because uh, like a common user of Telegram, it's much more comfortable to use something for free. And uh, I fully understand that it is impossible to work on the product without some advertising, without some services for not for free and etc. But for now, we see that uh, they start their uh, paid su subscription something like Musk is uh, gonna do with Twitter Blue. And uh, somebody have more uh, options uh, to work with Telegram. It's okay. But in any case, uh, they are trying to create some uh, maybe stock market of usernames, some stock market of phone numbers and etc. It's interesting. It seems strange for now because it's something new. I have never seen it before in... Uh, messengers or some, something like social uh, networks and etc. Let's uh, keep on uh, following this and uh, see whether it uh, can be a good idea or no. I look at Telegram and I understand that they are trying to build uh, their own alternative uh, ecosystem. And this ecosystem is fighting Apple fighting Google and fighting corporations. Why I think so? They are going uh, to build, they not going, they already, uh, they already have done this, their own application inside Telegram. So imagine your Telegram uh, will uh, become a real marketplace of applications. It's, it will happen really soon. They're doing a lot of stuff for, the, uh, stuff for that. Of course, Apple will not like it. Uh, of course, Google will not like it, but they're doing that. And moreover, on top of that, they're going to integrate Ton, allowing its users to be fully independent of the any financial barriers. Uh, we'll see this fight. I really think that Google and Apple will soon uh, tell us that uh, Telegram is bad in any ways, but their Telegram story is about uh, free and open economy, trying to make uh, competition with uh, Apple and Google. So Vlad, it's really yeah. interesting. Uh, you are speaking about some like uh, something like mega application inside uh, Telegram, but uh, anybody who ever heard about China knows that there is a great mega application called WeChat. And uh, you are speaking about decentralization, about uh, going out of control of Google and Apple on the one hand, and on the another hand, we see example of uh, full regulation and etc. in WeChat. And as you know, guys, our co-founder and our director, Michel Liberty, have lived a lot of time in China. And I think uh, he can share with us his experience about very regu uh, regulated WeChat and etc. Yeah, the first uh, I want to answer Vlad. He said that, as I understand, the Telegram fighting the corporation uh, moving to be a corporation itself. 
uh, building the mega app or a super app, <laughs> all right. Uh, but uh, the yeah. thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, but the thing that they are um, integrating the new features like a Web3 features, NFT features, uh, and also I know they're moving to, uh, they have a projects with the avatars in tone, which is uh, um, in which I'm participating as an artist. I think this is a good the good point for any company or any application because like uh, to be uh, updated uh, all the time and um, if we moving to the web tree, um, I think it is uh, very logical and um, obvious to uh, move in that way if you're an, an application. I'm using the Twitter Blue, by the way, but I can't say that I'm getting like too much advantages of this subscription. I mean, like uh, I put my NFTs on as a profile uh, profile picture, and I think that's it. I'm just paying for it three and a half dollars or something. But uh, anyway, it's a good sign. To it, it, it's a good way to. Uh, improve the services for Twitter, for example, or for Telegram. Uh, but I should check the availability of uh, the name Michel Liberty in Telegram, uh, unless it's bought, bought, bought by someone else to log in in Telegram, in Telegram by my name. And speaking about WeChat, uh, as a experienced user of uh, WeChat or Weixin, how do they call it in China, uh, I can say that it's very convenient uh, and I was using the Apple Pay before Apple Pay because uh, uh, there was a payment system built in uh, WeChat. I think now it's even more advanced than it was in back in 2015. But uh, the payment through the QR codes, uh, cashless and so on, I have experienced it in since 2013. Except payments, you can like call the taxi, you can order food and so on. There is lots of uh, super apps uh, in the world right now, like in, in different countries. But uh, the, I think the WeChat one was one of the first ones. Uh, Misha, you said about uh, WeChat uh, and uh, it's really a nice example of uh, building uh, super apps but if we uh, return to telegram i think that telegram is going to build uh, something much bigger than usual super app they're building their own internet with their uh, own marketplace own money based on a uh, ton blockchain their own security protocols really they uh, if you remember telegram is super hated by different governments and uh, they always try to block it but their protocol but in the end protocol it. in the <laughs> proxy uh, yeah yeah of course uh, yes but in anyways it's super hard to block telegram because of it of its uh, proxy protocol which is super powerful and uh, this i think uh, is created for five uh, exactly to fight corporations and governments to make uh, impossible to block their own internet. I think that they're building something like that and we will see huge uh, uh, and powerful story from Pavel Dorov. Vlad, Vlad, I think uh, here should be the dialogue from Star Wars. 
in our podcast about only one and Skywalker just uh, uh, to telegram. Hey, Duro, you you were born, you were chosen one. It was said that you would destroy the seats, not join them. Yeah, like this. we'll see, we'll see. Maybe he will join the dark side. Who knows? Uh, so, if you are speaking about dark side, it's uh, very funny to jump on the other topic about Elon Musk. His uh, deal uh, with uh, Twitter, and uh, as you know, CZ also helped uh, Elon Musk to bo- uh, to buy Twitter with credits and etc. And uh, there is a funny stuff. Uh, if you are a, a user of LinkedIn, there are some masks on your avatar, like uh, open for work and etc. And they're uh, very interesting meme in the internet. I think we we can put it here, like Elon Musk's photo, Twitter logo, and uh, Musk like firing, and that guy joined Twitter and start uh, firing anybody from there, uh, helping to join Twitter, his friends uh, and uh, other people from his network, and start doing crazy shit. Uh, Musk uh, seems to be a crazy genius guy who is doing. Uh, various stuff, maybe sometimes interesting, sometimes not a lot. But uh, this guy bought tele- uh, Twitter. He started uh, his journey with uh, improving Twitter Blue. To be honest, we are using uh, Twitter Blue uh, in our uh, Twitter of our project move. But uh, it was very difficult to get it because uh, there was a problems like uh, you can uh, buy, buy it only from USA and etc. Uh, there are very interesting uh, use cases, which are uh, Twitter Blue allow you to edit your past posts uh, and tweets. Without it, you can't do anything. If you uh, tweet something, you can only delete it or uh, keep on staying on your Twitter. In any case, uh, let's try. Uh, yeah, and also, uh, if you didn't see, guys, uh, Mission Liberty have created very impressive stained glass with mask. Uh, which was which was promoted in our social media also. So I yeah. think uh, guys from our team can help us to see it here. Just click on uh-huh. it and uh, you can enjoy Misha's artwork. It's really amazing in my opinion. Yeah, and as and as I promised in my Twitter, I will release the special design of uh, Move uh, Trackers uh, dedicated to this artwork and to Elon Musk himself. Yeah, as soon as... How to get to this one? As soon as Elon Musk like Mission Liberty artwork in any social media, in uh, Mission Open Art uh, so Instagram page or on our Twitter and etc., we will prepare something special. So if you enjoy if you enjoy our podcast and our project, just figure out our uh, Elon Mission's artwork with uh, Elon Musk. We will put link under this video and uh, help us to reach him out. <laughs> Okay, what's about uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter Blue and Elon Musk? Okay, uh, I think that uh, we should a bit uh, return back and uh, look at his moves, not just only uh, Twitter Blue. Uh, he's trying to make super aggressive decisions and we see it everywhere. So the idea is that he is unbanning all the banned guys who were banned politically by political reasons or some kind of that. Uh, he is uh, trying to make Twitter ecosystem more 
aggressive, I would say, not banning so aggressively any types of um, posts, uh, any type of hates, uh, haters, I would say. And uh, we see now that these decisions are super dangerous for him, but on these decisions can lead Twitter to become the most powerful platform, media platform. And when I talk about uh, these dangerous decisions, I mean that sometimes such uh, stories will appear. I mean the last week alert from uh, European government that Twitter can be banned, banned with these policies. So sh- aggressive moves, aggressive uh, risk management. Uh, that's what Elon Musk always uh, always do, and we see always does, and we see this from time to time. He. All this uh, space story was super aggressive and nobody, a lot of people said that he can't do it. But anytime when you speak about Musk, you, somebody can say that Musk is a great scammer because uh, that guy, uh, how many times he pumped Bitcoin? How many times he adds uh, payments uh, in Bitcoin for Tesla? And, and just after pumping the curse, he just bumped uh, Bitcoin from his websites and etc. This guy is... Uh, I think he's very smart. He manipulated the, the market and he know what he is doing. And in any case, if anybody think that he bought uh, Twitter uh, with no any plan how to work with it, I think these guys are crazy. Uh, Musk know, knows the market, Musk knows the technology, and he knows how to Uh, promote everything in this stuff together in marketing aspects and etc. So moreover, uh, I want to say that Musk is uh, one of the most creative uh, people, and uh, uh, the idea is uh, to make uh, this verification uh, story paid. It's uh, really amazing. Uh, I I just can't imagine that uh, you can take money to be verified. It's a super simple, but not so obvious story. And uh, you need to be really crazy, man, to say, okay, you want verification, pay us. As you remember, when verification was free, we didn't pass it with our move move account. And uh, (laughs) maybe uh, if we pay for it, uh, we will get that uh, blue verification icon on our account. We will try to do it again soon, yes. (laughs) Yeah with paying our money. (laughs) So guys, um, very nice discussion. Thank you for your opinions. I think we are a little bit out of time. So uh, this was a crazy experience. Uh, I think we will try to discuss uh, crypto market uh, news and uh, more, much more interesting uh, stuff all around uh, in the future. So thank you very much. This was uh, very interesting. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, push subscribe button, like our videos. If you are listening to us uh, on podcast platforms, if you are uh, watching us on YouTube, you can find us on any major podcast platforms. Just uh, typing M-O-O-W. Don't forget to join our Discord. Just jump in our Twitter account and you can be participant in our advent calendar with amazing uh, prizes and uh, let's keep in touch. Thank you very much for watching us till the end. Goodbye guys. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you Bye. Bye. See you next time.